In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. We continue our um, sermon series on the questions that Jesus asks and answers and avoids. And this question that Jesus asks today, do you want to be made well, is, is really, um, it's one of the questions that we're going to look at today, but it's also sort of um, uh, a question that Jesus asks to lots of people throughout throughout the scripture. So we've we've looked at, at a variety of questions that Jesus um, asks and answers and avoids, and um, this is this is one that Jesus asks in different ways throughout the scriptures of his ministry of bringing forth the healing power of God's grace and love and forgiveness to people, right? He, a lot of times it's, it's said in different ways. What do you want me to do for you? What are you seeking? What would you like? There's, there's all sorts of, of different aspects depending on who Jesus encounters that he asks this, these types of questions to um, that, that elicit, elicit sort of a personal response of, of desire and need and, um, you know, wish uh, for, for being healed, being made well, um, receiving something, having, you know, their daughter's uh, demons being cast out of them, their son raised to new life or to, you know, from the dead, those sort of, all those sort of things right, that, that happens. Bartimaeus, um, it, which is a, who's a sort of a good person to contrast with today's, today's lesson, you know, when Jesus says, what, what do you want me to do for you after, he's, after he cries out, son of David, son of David, he's like, I, I want to see, right, I want to see, um, and, he, and he leaves his cloak and everything behind. But I think today's, today's lesson Really is 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 a good um, a good one to sort of use in contrast to a lot of a lot of the other uh, passages in the Bible um, for for people that Jesus has healed because as we'll see the man's not necessarily um, doesn't respond um, with just his exact need but doesn't even respond yes right. Is, is sort of like when you know the rector asks you if you want to be on vestry, and you start saying, "Well, I don't know." I usually go out to lunch on Sunday afternoons. You know, there's, so there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of questions that 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 a direct yes or no question or the or the famous. Um, very Christian, pious answer is usually, I'll pray about that. Um, right? let, me, let me pray about that and get back to you at some later date. Um, this is a direct yes or no question, right? Here's, here's a man who's, who's, who's um, been laying at this, at this pool for 38 years, lame, and, and Jesus says, do you want to be healed? Do you want to be made well? And he's, you know, doesn't say yes. He says, well, I mean, the pool's a long way away. And I don't have 
have anybody to get me there, and every time I try to get there, somebody else is faster than me, and they get there, and they take up all the good water. And by the time I get to the water, all the power is gone, right? Because this is this this story is the, these pools. Apparently, an angel stirs up the waters, and whoever gets into the pool while the angel stirs up the water, they're healed, which is a great glory of. of God's healing power and presence, and this guy's been there for 38 years, and somehow he can't get to the water first ever. Um, and and you know when he gets there, you know it's it's all gone. It's too late. And so we have a lot of excuses, and not so much answering the question of do you want to be made well. And I think that this is just. You know, um, indicative in some ways of of the church as a whole, and, and maybe society as a whole, right? Where we we say, "Do you want your church to be made well?" Well, we can't get any young people. Like the you know the Sunday school. Nobody's willing to teach Sunday school, and the buildings are sort of in disrepair, and really, we, nobody wants to work on the building and grounds committee, and nobody, you know, there's, there's, lots of, there's lots of sort of hand-wringing, and not a lot of even answering the question of, of how God wants to restore and bless and heal. And this is one of these few instances in the Gospels where Jesus actually doesn't pay any attention to the answer. He just says, get up, take your mat, and walk. That's it. Get up, take your mat, and walk. And when he gets up, he takes his mat and walks. And we end the passage right there. It's a very happy ending. Except that if you keep reading, you know it's not a very happy ending. Because immediately what happens is it says, and it's a Sabbath, is the Pharisees say, why are you walking with your mat? And his answer was, an amazing grace and gift of God happened. This man healed me, and now I've been lame for 38 years, and now I can walk. No, that's not what happened at all. What happened was he said, this guy told me to get up and walk. And they said, what guy? And they said, I don't know, some guy. He said, get up and walk. And Jesus found him later and said, see, you're healed. Sin no more, or something else might, worse might happen to you. And he said, Lord, I repent from all my sin, and please forgive me. No, he doesn't do that either. He goes and finds the nearest Pharisee, and he says, that guy did it right there. That Jesus guy. He's the one who told me to take up my mat and walk. Not really, not really an um, attitude of gratitude, I guess, for this. But it reminds me of, of a story that, that I heard from um, John Wimber, who, who talked about having this vision of, 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 of people who were sort of standing around and um, it was like honey was falling from the sky and there were those who were just like lapping it up and, and loving it and embracing the sweetness and others who were just were like 
this stickiness, get this stuff off of me. And, um, and, and when Chelsea, who's praying, said it was just God revealed that it said, this is how people receive my grace and love and forgiveness. Some revel in it and lap it up, and others are like, ah, get this off of me. And this was like, I'll get this off of me, God. But who can, I mean, we can blame him a little. But, I mean, if we look really at this person's life, 38 years is a long time. Right? He's, it's like Norm in Shear. That's an old reference. <laughs> but Norm has his bar stool, right? He's, he's got his bar stool. He's got his place. He comes there every day for 38 years, and everybody knows him. He sits next to Joe and Bill, and they talk, and they, you know, they whatever, and, you know, complain about how things used to be and how great it used to be back in the day and whatever. And, and now it isn't that way anymore. And for 38 years, he's been sitting there day after day, which either means, you know, he, he was a he was, you know, young, and he's now like 50, so he's like 12 and now 50, or he was like 20, and he's now like, you know, 50, or he's in his 30s, and he's, now he's in his 70s. What are you going to do for your, how's your job going to be? What are you going to do? You used to make your living begging, not doing that anymore, right? So now what are you going to do? Do you have to get a job after 38 years? You haven't gone to school didn't pay attention anyway when you were there. You know, so what, what's going to happen? And so there is, there is, like, and do you want to change? When Jesus asks us, do we want to be made well, this isn't just about do we want physical healing? Do we want to be restored back so we can get back to the pickleball court and take over? Right? This isn't just that sort of, that sort of physical healing that, you're, that Jesus is talking about. This is a total, this is a total spiritual, physical, emotional transformation. Do you want to be made well? Do you want your life transformed? You know, when he, when Jesus says go and sin no more, sometimes we pick that up and go like, when 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 this is the dangerous part of, of healing prayer, when you're like, well, maybe it's sin that caused this this healing sickness. That happens occasionally, but for the most part, not. But it did in this case, right? There's obviously, you know, Jesus says, you know, stop sinning. Something else worse might happen. And immediately he goes off and sins right away. Don't wait when you can, you know. But when Jesus, I think, asks us, do we want to be made well? It is. It's that whole aspect of our life. What will happen if this part, you know, transforms us and changes us? Do we want that change? Do we want to be made well? Do we want to be broken out of this dysfunctional relationship? Or do we want to be um, you know, willing to take a risk and leave this job um, to go find something that's, that's more fulfilling? Are we, do we want to do you know, this, this part or this other part? You know, what, what things? And you know what those things are in your life, right? You know, if Jesus really asked you, do you want to be made well, how will you respond? Are we willing 
to be broken out of, of this, this place that we've been stuck in for 38 years or 22 years or 10 years or five months or whatever? Is it something that we want or, or are we happy in where we are and we just say, ah, I don't have anybody to get me to the pool. Somebody always beats me. Power's gone when I get there. Do we want the grace and love of God to permeate our lives and change and transform us? And if we look at Bartimaeus, one of the key aspects of that is he got up and left his cloak and followed Jesus. And leaving your cloak was leaving everything. You know, that's like leaving your guitar case here in you know, Nashville, playing on the streets, right? That's where they throw the money. Your tin cup, you know, for all the little right, old movies with the blind guy, dropping in the coins in the tin cup or whatever. The cloak you're putting out there, that's where people threw the money. So when Bartimaeus got up, he left behind everything. He left behind that life to go and to follow, and to be. And this is the invitation that Jesus makes with us as well. Do you want to be made well? Do you want to be healed completely and totally and fully? And that's a hard question. I pray, pray that, that the answer for most of us would be yes. Yes, I do. Yes, Lord, come and, and fill me with your spirit and make me whole and send me forth. But it will take courage and boldness and risk and ability to change and be transformed. And I pray that we might not make this as just as individuals, but as a parish family. Do you want to be made well? How can we be made well? How can we support, encourage, love one another and our community and even our enemies to the fullest? How can we allow the grace of God to just saturate our parish and that we might be made whole without excuses about where the money is going to come from and who's going to volunteer, and there's not enough kids, and there's not enough this, and there's not enough that, and somebody's always better than us, and everybody keeps going to the torch, because they've got drums, and they've got lights, and the point, they've got Christmas trees, and, you know, we have the grace and power and love of Jesus Christ right here upon us. The ability to love one another and to proclaim that spirit. And something to offer to the world, indeed, that you can be made well. Because Jesus wants to make you well. May we be made well as a parish, live fully into being the church that God has called us into being. The people that God has called us into being that all may know the healing power of grace and love in Jesus.